the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Join us today as Pastor Draper deals with the subject of divorce in this message entitled Divorce Pandemic. Pastor Draper will be speaking from the Old Testament book of Malachi, chapter 2, verses 13 through 17. Matthew 6, 31 through 34 says, Therefore do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? Mama, what I'm going to eat? Daddy, what are we going to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? I don't want to wear that. If they're clothes, you wear them. For after all these things the Gentiles seek. Somebody that's not in style. God is not concerned about style. He just said clothes. You know, anybody ever wore hand-me-downs? Hand-me-downs. All these kinds of things we do. Pass-me-downs. And listen, when you have a lot of siblings, it was coming down. (laughs) Anybody know what I'm talking about? (laughs) For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. God knows what you need. God knows where you are. And God is saying, if you seek me, I'll take care of your needs. I'm Jehovah Jireh. I, I supply. Philippians 4, 11 through 13 says, not that I speak in regard to need, for I have, I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased and I know how to abound everywhere. And in all things, I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. With the help of God, you can do it. Stop telling yourself what you can't do. Then I w- we read this last time, but I want all of us to read it again because it's so critical. First Timothy chapter 6, verses 6 through 10. And then we'll go on to the new insights. First Timothy chapter 6, verses 6 through 10. Look what it says. Now godliness with contentment is great what? How do you gain? With what? Godliness and? Are you living godly? Are you living godly? That's why some of y'all not content. You're not living godly. Godliness with content. Your mouth should be holy. What you see with your eyes. What you listen with your ears. Where you go with your feet. What you meditate in your heart. With contentment is great gain. For we brought, how much we bring in this world? Underline that we brought what? We brought what? Into the, when you were born, what did you come? You didn't come out. You didn't come in your, what did you have in your hands? Nothing. Matter of fact, it's clinched saying, give me. It's clinched. Most babies that come, you know, the hands just all, they, they're tight. You got to open them up. And that's why, and that's why some of y'all can't be blessed. Y'all hands are tight. 
And God said, will you please open your hand so that I can bless you? The first way to bless is you got to open your hands. And you got, to, you got to give to God, give to others, be a blessing. And when you open your hands and give, God overflows and he pours out blessings and you have not room enough to receive all that God has. But you know why you struggle? Your hands are like this. And you know why many of you under my voice have a problem giving? It's because your parents didn't teach you how to give. And you know what? Your children are going to have a hard time giving, and they're going to be just like some of y'all because y'all not teaching them how to give. You have to teach them how to share. You got to teach them how to share. Children are born innately selfish. And everything is mine. Walk around like we owe them. You young folk, all these young folk in here, you 18 and under, stand up. Stand up and remain standing. Let me tell you something. Don't nobody owe you nothing. Okay? You better make it, take advantage of your time, be obedient to your parents. You need to clean the room, the toilet, the kitchen, and everything else. You going to school on our tax dollars? And some of y'all half eat, talking about I don't want to eat that. I need to take you to Uganda. They'll show you how to eat. Y'all blessed. You got selections and you got telephones that we didn't have when we grew up with. You got, what's wrong? A lot of y'all got too much. That's why you're acting so bad. There needs to be a blessed subtraction. Until you can realize who God is in your life. Thank God for your parents. Thank God for, for a school to go to. Thank God that you got clothes. Hug and kiss your parents and tell them you love them. Matter of fact, do it right now. Go hug them. Find them. If, they, if they're here. If they're not here. No, don't just touch them. Hug them and say it. Some of y'all haven't done that in a long time. Then, then you may be seated. Won't y'all say amen? Parents, I'm trying to help y'all. Oh, look, they're going to find each other. Isn't that sweet? They're going looking for them. Isn't that sweet? They're, giving, they're trying to find them. Isn't that wonderful? Amen. And I tell you something else. All y'all, you children who are over 18, you stand up. Your parents still living. I'm going to stand up too. Your parents still living. You still too have to hug your parents, love your parents. Amen. Honor your parents. They still your parents and they still same days older than you. Amen. Just because they're getting older, you don't disrespect them. Thank God that you have them. Realize that they had to put up with you and your foolishness. Now you love them back. Morgan Field, when his mother's house burned down, he went down to Mississippi somewhere, built his mama a brand new house. That's a blessing. Isn't it? Let's give God a hand clap of praise for that. You may be seated. That's a blessing. Built his mama a house. He went, 
His mama didn't lack down there. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. That was all that on this verse here. <laughs> it's just one service. It's not another service. So I can take my time. Listen, so we brought how much in this world? And it is certain that we will carry how much out? And having food, this is what some of y'all choked last week, food and clothing, with these we shall be what? But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and harmful lusts which drown men in destruction and perdition. It is not a sin to be rich. It is not a sin to be wealthy. Not a sin to be a millionaire. But I don't think you ought to be just seeking to be that. If God brings that along as you serve him, there were rich folk in the Bible. Abraham was rich. You know, Jacob was, was wealthy. You know, Solomon was real wealthy. I mean, just go all the way through the Bible. And you had wealthy folk all the way through. Wealthy, godly folk. You know, and much given, much required. You know what? Thank you, Holy Spirit. You know what the crime of it is? Is that the more folk make, the less they give. And it's the common people who don't have as much, like the widow in the scripture who gave all she had. Those are the ones that really sustains ministry. It's not the ones that are making the big bucks. It's, it's the common people or the people who, those who are widows and those who are on fixed income, you find most of the time they do more than those who make Way over. Why is it that the more you make, the less you give? Why is it that you can't stand to be blessed? That's really what it is. You say, Lord, I can't stand to be blessed because I can't give back at the level that you bless me. That's unhealthy, unspiritual, and unbiblical. And God, I said last week, if you can't give at the level where where you are, then you're saying to God, put me down at a level where I can give. Because that's where your faith is. You see, the scripture here is saying, for the love of money, it it didn't say money is evil. He said money is evil. That is not, the scripture doesn't say that. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Folk kill their parents' money, insurance. Folk break in folk's house, love it. Folk will kill somebody because of the love of money. Steal from somebody because of the love, love of money. is the root of all kinds of evil for which some have strayed from the faith and in their greeted, in their what? Greediness. Say that word. And that's what Christians are. And that's why many ministries suffer and pierce themselves through with many what? Sorrows. Okay, here it is. The Bible says here, food and clothing, and I added two more to help you out, and I said shelter and transportation. Remember that? Food, clothes, shelter, and transportation. All right. If you got that, then then everything else is extra. Okay? 
The shelter, you got utilities, your water, your electricity bill, and all that kind of stuff. Roof over your head when the rain comes, it doesn't wake you up because it's raining in your face. Okay, you got clothes. You don't walk around here naked. Just, we don't want to do that. And then you got to have transportation to get yourself to work to, to get some food. Right? What's that last one? I said food, clothes, and shelter. Okay, food, transportation, shelter, clothes. Everything else is extra. I want to do it again. I did the second service. I didn't do the first service, so I want to catch up with y'all. So if that's extra, let us identify some extras. What's some extras? Y'all going to talk back to me, and I want you to stand up and tell me what an extra is. I want you to say it, say it louder. Say it, cell phone is a what? Is, is that an extra? You mean you can live without a cell phone? You're not going to die if you forget it. Why did I hear it ring in the church just then? <laughs> if, it's, if you can do without it, why bring it in the church? Who you got to call? I thought you were supposed to be listening to God, not man. Oh, God. Y'all say, what did we go today? <laughs> I feel sorry for these visitors. They said, what did we walk into? <laughs> uh, somebody else do it. What, what, what's the extra, baby? Television. television is an extra. You mean you can live without Television. You won't die? I mean, no Nick at night? <laughs> that's, I just, that's the best I can do. <laughs> Judge? Yeah, all of them, okay. Okay, no, tell me, what, another extra. That's a, computer? Oh, some of y'all choking out. I got to have my computer. I got to work now. I got to work now. <laughs> I got to work now. But you know what? She's saying something pretty good there, though. Because computers got to, I know it's becoming a need the way it's working, but uh, you can't live without a computer. You say, no, I can't. Yes, you can. Impossible. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And some of y'all pornography on that computer has gotten you in a whole lot of trouble. And my recommendation is get rid of the computer. Okay, I know we got some hands. I see them. Yeah, okay, what can we do? What's the extra? Video game. Boy, come up here and give me a handshake. Come give me five. Come on, give me five. Come on, give me mine back. All right, video game. Let's give me a video game. You can do without a video game. That's extra. Dish Network to watch the Cowboys. That's right. Oh, yeah. You know, they done, they done moved around now. You know, this stuff used to come. Uh-oh. Hold up. I, I see someone say, wait a minute. They used to, listen, first of all, you used to see this stuff on ABC, NBC, CBS. You know, the, the average person could see this, right? Now, then they put it to cable. Now, you, you pay for the cable. Now, you can't see the game unless you go to the... And some of y'all know you can't afford a dish. You're going you, you to be washing more dishes. <laughs> try, try, try. <laughs> Leave the dish alone. You are not going to die without those cowboys. Okay. What, what? Jewelry. What? Jewelry? Man. 
That is awesome. Not just, somebody said, okay, sister, listen, these brothers watch just as much jury as these women. Jury. You know, somebody said last week, I didn't say it, but, but a sister said, I, we did extra something. You know what she said? I never would have said it myself. She said, have peace. <laughs> y'all, were, y'all were here. They were here. I got witnesses. She said, have peace. I said, what? I said, I didn't say that. She said, that was extra. <laughs> well, in some cases, it may be a real need. <laughs> 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 so, so, uh, but, but, but we talked about the extras, food, clothing, shelter, transportation, and everything else is extra. And yet you, you have so, we all have an abundance of the extra and so discontent for many, so mean, honoring, walk around here mad, being so blessed. You can't even speak. Good morning, what's good about it? Here you are with with things that you don't deserve, and yet you can't even love your brother, not even speak to folk you don't like. Hate in your heart. And so God is saying, wake up, my child. Now, let's transition. All of that was review. I don't have but a few points in the insights, and we'll be done, the new insights. But was this review worth it? Because we need to be reminded. It's not every day I preach this kind of message. But while I'm here, and I said many divorces occur simply because of the issue of money. Number eight, now let's transition out of that. Number eight, getting back in the context of marriage. Ask the Lord to reveal to you how to minister to your spouse. Ask the Lord to reveal to you how to minister to your spouse, especially when he or she is difficult to deal with. Ask the Lord to to, to show you how to minister to your spouse. There are some spouses out there, there, there uh, some husbands, some wives, their mate is difficult. The Bible says uh, in James 1, 5, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. Given to him. So ask God. Show God how to answer your husband or how to answer your wife. Uh, know when the flesh is being acted out or when Satan is taking advantage of your spouse. And they say, Lord, how do I deal with this? Instead of just trying to have a comeback, snappy answer uh, to try to rival what they said to you. Stop having a competitive spirit, having to win the argument at the expense of losing the relationship. Wisdom. Wisdom. A marriage flourish when wisdom is applied to every aspect of the marriage. A marriage flourish. Many marriages fail because they are based on opinions, what I think. God doesn't care about what you think. It's what does his word say. 
Many marriages fail because they are not based on, because they are based rather, because they are based on opinions, worldly philosophy, schemes, manipulation of the spouse, deceit, and hidden agendas. Hidden agendas. The word of God and the spirit of God will infuse your marriage with wisdom from God. Let me repeat that again. That's huge. The word of God and the spirit of God will infuse your marriage with what? Wisdom from God. The word of God, the spirit of God brings wisdom from God. So it's critical, very critical that you ask God to show me, Lord, how to minister effectively to my wife, my husband, and you can go beyond that to my child or my grandchild, you see, or my mother or my father. And it goes on and on. God gives wisdom. Consider this, my friend. Learn in a marriage, if it's going to survive, learn how to play, laugh, relax together, and enjoy one another. Learn how to what? Play, laugh, relax together, and what? Enjoy one another. Always being serious is not healthy for you nor your spouse. You nor your spouse. And for me and my wife, we sure need to work more with that because, you know, you're in the serious work. People are, every time the phone rings, it's an issue, and sometimes you're talking You'd be talking about one thing, all of a sudden you find yourself talking about ministry, and it's just hard trying to decipher through that. But uh, we, that's an area we need to really work on is how to laugh together more and how to just play together and relax. That, those things are very helpful and needful. Very helpful. Amen. Find something that y'all enjoy doing and that we enjoy doing and do it. One don't like golf, then don't make the other try to be a golfer. Find something, you know, find some commonality, some kind. One like to play cards, then, and uh, if you both like to play cards, then start playing cards together. You're not going to die. Dominoes, all right. Bingo, as long as you know money, money, you know, bingo. <laughs> uh, um, I mean, find something. My, my, my wife and I, talked, we were down on Broadway. I saw a bicycle store. I said, well, let's, let's go in that store over there. That was a few months ago. And so... I haven't got it yet. We're going to still get it, too. I said, we're going to get us two bikes. We're going to go ride in the hood. And that's just, we're going to ride around our neighborhood. We just, I haven't got that still in the back of my mind. I want to get that bike in so we can just, we can ride together. I used to have a motorcycle. But uh, somebody said, well, yeah, my, back when I was 16, everything, my license is still kind of that. And, uh, but when I started you know, dating, they, you know, a lot of girls don't like motorcycles. They, they like more room. And, uh, but now this, the fad is coming in, but I have more of my friends getting their neck broke on motorcycles too. <laughs> but, um, and I know Ralph has one. He's trying to get me on his. And, uh, and I said, we'll see about that. <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is that I'm just using these things. I'm not saying go buy a bike, and I, I, a motorcycle, because I don't want to do any more funerals than I have to. The Lord made, but but something swimming together, uh, walking together. If you like to walk, walking together. And let me tell you, if you're gonna go walking, 
or whatever you're going to do, stop bringing up issues. It's supposed to be a time of relaxation. Oh, Joe made an elf in that subject. I wanted, thought it was a good time to tell you. That's not a good time. We thought, yeah, I'm all upset. Let's go home. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, when you're relaxing, you know, relax. You know, uh, relax. I mean, leave the issues alone. It's time to relax. Laugh, relax, enjoy one another. Always been. Let me show you a scripture on that. Cause some of y'all look at me like, oh, like some of y'all so stern, and 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 some of y'all y'all face is too serious in your relationship. Now some of y'all faces normally look stiff, and you have to make a special effort <laughs> to loosen up your face. Your face, you looking, and whatever they thought about doing is gone. You just look. I saw that look. Uh, Proverbs 17, 22. <laughs> 17, 22. Are y'all hanging in there? Proverbs 17, 22. When you find it, say amen. Proverbs 17, 22. A merry heart does good. Like what? Medicine. Like what? A merry heart is like, what? Underline that, man, that, that is. What does medicine do? It, it was, when God is in it now. You know, without God, we can't heal. But a merry heart does good like medicine. But a broken spirit dries the what? And that's what's wrong. Some of y'all marriages is dry and bony. Your spirit all broken. Just broke, always broke. As committed children of the only true and living God, we walk by faith and not by sight. Life on earth is not easy, yet even in the midst of trials and tribulations, we have joy, hope, peace, strength, and God's blessed assurance as we face trials. Best yet, we look forward to hearing our Savior say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant, and eternal life with our Lord and Savior. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683. It's that time again. The Maranatha Bible Church family invites you to an interactive, life-changing adventure for the entire family during our annual Vacation Bible School held Sunday through Thursday, June 5th through the 9th at 6 p.m. daily. Join us as we sing, pray, and explore Bible stories as we unearth the truth about Jesus. Grow in your faith with us as we celebrate and give thanks to Christ. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.